For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butchie as he brings you the engrafted word of truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed, down to earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian life. Bishop Edward Butry is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and a seasoned minister of the Word. He currently pastors the Poimen Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butry for a life changing encounter with the Word of God. Welcome him into your heart this evening. Pray for a touch of the Holy Spirit. Pray that the Lord himself will speak to you this evening. Welcome him into your heart. Pray that you receive understanding through his word. Father, we thank you and we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you love the Lord, you will marry him. That's the title of the message. Is it possible to marry the Lord? How can you marry somebody you haven't seen? Because the people you have seen that you have to marry, didn't marry them. How much more those you have not seen? Some men can walk with women for their, throughout their life, they will never marry. They give birth. And they even call them my wife. But, you see, they have not done what is needful. There are women who call men their husbands, but they have not paid the price for them to be given that title. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If you love the Lord, you will marry him this evening I pray that you will understand how to love the Lord and what to do if you say you love him many people use the word love in expressing different emotions at different times I love this. I love uh, football. I love uh, fashion. I love gossip. <laughs> I love what? I like food. I like... Uh, some men say they like women. Some women also say they like men. Ah, but some women like men. In fact, all of you who are married, you like men. That's why you're married. So don't pretend as if we are saying something mysterious. Why are you sitting at the back, Andy? Why? Hey, where are the ashes? Isaiah chapter 54 and from verse 5. Isaiah 54, 5. For thy maker is thine husband. So you are like a bride. The Lord of hosts is his name. 
Now, the Lord of hosts is a, an expression for a commander-in-chief, a military head. So when we say the Lord of hosts, God has different names. He has Jehovah Rafi, God our healer. He's a healer. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. Eh? Jehovah Chikenu. You have forgotten them. No, Jireh is provider. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Jehovah Jireh is the Lord, thy, uh, the great provider. Yeah. God of peace, Jehovah Shalom. So, the Lord of hosts is to show that he's a commander-in-chief, mighty in battle. And for somebody who is combative and a warrior, to demand affection is almost out of the ordinary. Because you see him as a rigid person, somebody who doesn't take nonsense, who can shed blood at any time. But he also has a compassionate side. So he says, for thy maker. And who is your maker? Is it not the Lord? The Lord of hosts is his name. And the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. So the God of the whole earth shall he be called. That's God. And he's our maker. And we are the wives. Because he's the husband. <laughs> so there is a spiritual marriage already in place. But you see, marriages can be divorced. Do you get what I'm saying? So some of you, even though the Lord has married you, you have divorced him. Or you don't like him. Yeah. That's why when demons take over people, they say, I won't leave. She's mine. She's mine. You see? You will not, God is also saying this. You are mine. But the thing is that some of you have rejected him. Some of us have also come out of demonic bondage and holds. Do you get what I'm saying? So no demon can manifest in my life and say, I'm, uh, they are married to me. Uh, uh, I will destroy you. And then when, when, you are, when you are casting out demons, then you hear them. I won't go. I'm married. She's mine. I will destroy. You see, somebody that you have married, do you destroy? I will destroy her. I will destroy her. I won't leave her. You see, that's how demons are. That's why Jesus said, the thief, he cometh not but for to steal, to kill. And to destroy. So the words come out. I will kill him. I've heard those words come out several times. Sometimes you see what they steal is your, your innocence. So some of you, you do things that. <laughs> it doesn't make you innocent. You are guilty. They've stolen your innocence. So you are guilty. If you appear before a judge. Every sin you are inside. They say I'm robbery. You are there. One day I saw a video. I will look for that video. Some small girl be in some school. And they were calling morning devotion or morning assembly. They were calling people who, are, who, are, who misbehave. And they call like seven different categories of people. Any name they call, this girl is inside. Have you seen that video? Hey! So when they call, then they will say, the first one they called, they said, come and kneel down. Then she came to kneel down with three people. Then they called the second people. Then the second group went to kneel down in the corner. Then she got up and moved. 
I will look for that video. I tell you. I will look for that video. I will post it on our page. Very funny. Hey! The teacher couldn't believe it. Every name they call, every sin they call, every punishment, her name is inside. Hey! You see, that's what the thief does to you. He takes away your innocence and makes you guilty. Because many of us, we are born innocently. But sin lies in us. And it is kindled by a spirit. Some of you do things that you know you shouldn't do. But you are still doing it. Because you are not married to the Lord. I'm going to explain. Let's read the scripture. Isaiah. Go back to Isaiah 54 verse 5. Let's go to verse 6. Verse 6. Your sickness is coming. For the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit and a wife of youth. When thou was refused, saith the Lord, or saith thy God. The Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit. You see, it is almost as if you don't know that somebody loves and cares for you. There are some women who have good husbands, but they don't respect them. So you see that the, what the husband does naturally is to detach himself. And we, what, as a pastor, I've seen several situations like that. I've also seen women who are very good, but their husbands are childish, foolish, nabalian, uh, nabal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grieved in spirit and a wife of youth. Love is normally when you are young. When we grow, we don't talk about love. And we are talking about marriage. It's not about Romeo and Juliet too. If you are living in that world, it's a world of butterflies. Yeah, a lot of butterflies, fairy tales. Yeah. When thou was refused say thy God. Many of us don't have a certain attachment. You see, if you love God, the title says, you will marry him. One of the cardinal signs of a man's love for a woman is the haste to marry. And not because the man has money. The man is well off. When you, when you, when you are a man, you meet a woman and you are ready to marry, and you, you feel that this is a good person. This is right. You are in a haste. And you, I have heard people say, I am not ready to marry because I want to build a house. Please. You don't belong on earth. <laughs> yeah. You live in mass. By the time you finish by, uh, building your house, you think the woman will be sitting there waiting for you. Or you yourself, you will not have time for her. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. You know, we are stubborn. And God, our maker, who is a good husband, forsakes us. He withdraws from us. But he says that it's just for a moment. But with great mercies, he brings us together. That is why his mercies are new every morning. Steadfast love 
of the Lord never see. Yeah, steadfast love. It never ceases. His mercies follow. And they are new every morning. Yeah. Every morning, oh. God is not waiting for an occasion to gather you. He does it every morning. He forgives you every morning. When you wake up. You know, in some marriages, when there is a fight, it can continue for years. Yeah? And end up in divorce. It's true. There are things that happen between husband and wife. And there is unforgiveness. And there is no mercy. And they carry the hatred and the pain. And it matures into anger and dissolution of the marriage. But you see, that's not the nature of God. Every morning I've forgiven you. Every morning. Some of you don't know. That's why when you, when you don't love him, you are looking for people. You are looking, you are depending on people, things that, hey, let me tell you, I've been married for how many years? Do your mathematics. Yeah. But it is not marriage that makes me happy. No. Not that my, my marriage is a very happy marriage by the grace of God. Amen. Yeah. I'm very blessed. I know I'm blessed. I know she's also blessed. The most important person and being in my life is my Lord and my God. Amen. Yeah. He understands me more than my wife. Yeah. So my devotion is to him first. And he makes me better. You have to understand that your authority is derived from a certain realm. When your life is in a form and an order before God, he perfects every other relationship that is down. You see, when a father and a mother have a healthy marriage and a healthy relationship, the children grow up in a healthy environment. They, they, they feel love. They, it, it, what, the, what, there's, there's togetherness. There is agreement. So it affects the children. They grow up not knowing some of these things. I remember a lady who met some guy and wanted to marry. The guy wanted to marry her. And the way the relationship was going, the lady couldn't understand. But you see, the problem was that, it wasn't a problem. Her blessing was that she had come from a home where she didn't see quarrels between daddy and mommy. Yeah. She didn't see quarrels. Yeah. If there are differences, the way they resolve issues with maturity and not insults. You see, you see, <laughs> quarrels, when they happen, it doesn't mean that what has happened, you know, is the problem. It is how people handle it. Every marriage has differences, but sometimes how, it's like, I mean, there are some women who are very neat, Okay. And they keep their homes clean, everything. And the man doesn't. The man doesn't know what neatness is. When he comes, he removes his shoe here. As they've cleaned there, he has made here dirty. When he sits here, he pours water. He pours drink. It's like he every time. So the woman is. This this is a problem for you. You don't have to insult him. So when you get up, don't say. So don't you see what I do to keep this house clean? Eh? Can't you also do something to help? Small. You are behaving like the children. Now, you the woman, you are talking to your husband like that. <laughs> yeah. So, you have put the children and your husband in the same class. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So many of us, we don't know how to resolve differences. Sometimes you become frustrated. I've heard people say, look, I'm frustrated. This thing is getting to me. And, and the thing that is getting to you, I, I know people who have such situations, but it doesn't get to them. They get to the things. Yeah. You have to find a way to solve it maturely. Even, even in classrooms, there are some teachers who know how to bring up children. They, 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 they can correct you without insults. Some teachers, when you do something wrong, they will insult your father, they will insult your mother. Yeah. They will insult your tribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nationality and everything. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying that some people grow and they don't see their parents quarreling. So when, he, when they find a relationship where it's like, ah, you call the person, the person didn't respond, which is normal with women. Women, <laughs> when you call them 10 and they don't respond and they pick after the 11th one, control yourself. <laughs> yeah. When they call you once, and they call second one, and you pick, control yourself. Something is happening. Something is coming. <laughs> yes, all in self-control. Yeah. 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 So, it's like, there are things that you turn into fights. But, when you are mature, you can go about it in a certain way. That's what I'm saying. Some people don't grow up and see fights. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a level of maturity. Some people don't raise their voices. There are some men, when they call their wives, as if <laughs> the woman has killed somebody and they are coming to sort the problem out. Yeah. It is how you have been brought up, culture, understanding. So, things that normally shouldn't even generate fights, it generates fights because of how you go about it. Yeah. So, it makes relationships difficult for some people. And anybody, naturally, when something is difficult, you move away. Everybody wants peace. Yeah. 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 So, sometimes, because you don't understand the person, you find the person difficult. So you withdraw. Yeah. But you see, God, he understands us. He doesn't find us difficult. We are the ones who withdraw. That's why he, every morning, he, his mercies are new for you. Yeah. Yeah. Verse 8. In a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment. I mean, there are some husbands, if you make them angry. Sister, that week, no talking. If he was to do something for you, you can't ask until he cools down. And by the time he cools down, he has changed his mind. <laughs> so, in a little wrath, he hides his face, but not for a moment. For a long time. You see, one day, I was counseling a couple over a disagreement and when I went into the issue the woman referred to an incident that had happened 
11 years. I mean, 11 years before I was sitting with them. Do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> yes. 11 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Many of us, listen to me. You see, I'm talking about your relationship with God. And I'm using marriage. Because if you love God, you'll marry him. Some of you, many people don't understand marriage. That's why people have problems in marriage. It's just like business. Many people say, I want to do business, but they can't do business. Because business, sometimes, if you understand business, sometimes you'll be hungry. You won't pay yourself. When you get calls, then your heart is beating. Yeah. And you have to walk as if you have, you have prospered. <laughs> yeah. You have to endure. There are times that you lose money. Then when you wake up, you see, hey. You don't think about suicide. You think about how to rise up and do something to cover this. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't understand marriage, it creates a problem for you. Because marriage, eh, it is the wildest institution in the world. The first union for a man is to have a woman. Yeah. First union for a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how serious it is. First things are important. God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. Well, many of you were alone. Eh? Some of you do things that you shouldn't do. That's how I'm saying. When you don't have God, you are alone. You do things you shouldn't do. When you are not married, it, it, you, are, hey, you have some liberties. When a woman is also not married, it's not easy. Yeah. Only God knows what people do in their rooms. Yeah. Loneliness is, is, is a wild thing, you know? Loneliness can depress people. It, it makes you age quickly. It makes you deteriorate. Your, your, your functions, your brain functions deteriorate because of loneliness. Because we have, we have not been created to be alone. It is not good for a man to be alone. Adam had a wife who backslid. He backslid. But because they were together, they lived for 900 years. You think they'd be small? Yeah. 900 years. Adam and Eve, because they were together. When, when, when you are alone, it exposes you. Uh, yeah. That's why you need God. If you, something will fill you. Yeah. I, I don't want to say some things, but you see, hmm, things are not straight as you see them. Yeah. Yeah. We need God. And many of us have him. He's there. It's like he, he has announced himself as a husband. I mean, there are many women. Eh, if a man comes and shows himself as a good husband, I'm telling you, if you bring Boko Haram, you can't stop them. They will marry. Yeah. That's why people marry different uh, uh, men from different religions. Because they come to believe that this man loves me. Even if he's lying. The fact that you believe that he, li- he loves you and he likes you, nobody can talk. Yeah, yeah. You gravitate towards it. You see, so when you come to understand that God is good, nobody can stop you. Your father can't stop you. 
Your mother can't stop you. Your family people cannot stop you because in your heart, eh, this is it. Don't, have you not seen girls who are in love and look, they, won't, they don't care what will happen. They jump and go. And when they say they don't love you too, ay, 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 ay. you can come and pay bride price and carry them home. You'll be surprised that you have bought a crocodile home. In a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee. Something that lasts forever. Kindness that lasts forever. It's only God who gives it to. They, I've seen, I've seen a, a, a man who bought a car for his wife and one day he sent some people to the office. He had a, a spare key to spark the car and bring the car. <laughs> so when she closed from work and came outside, the car was not there. Then there's a, there's a, she has a security. But where is the car? Oh, your husband sent somebody. Somebody came here that your husband has sent. And because the person also had key, what can he do? The car is gone. They called the husband. What did you did you send somebody? What do you do? Say yes, I've taken my car. <laughs> End of story. I gave you my car. I gave you a car. I've taken my thing back. <laughs> yeah. Because he was hurt and grieved about something and felt that the only way to punish her is to is to is to is to is to take away the privileges. He can't continue showing kindness. I was kind to you, but it's not everlasting. Yeah. 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 You see, people are some way. There are women who remove their rings and throw it at the man. Take it. One day I was counseling a husband and wife. When she came, the first I noticed was she was not wearing her ring. So I said, where is your ring? The husband said, ask her. I said, I'm asking her. She said, it's too tight. I said, look, look. This is my ring that I'm wearing. I don't know whether when I married, I was fat or I was slim. But it has not... It has not moved for all these years. I don't know how fat you have become. But the reality was that it was intentionally removed because she was angry. The husband said for almost one year she has removed the ring. Yeah. Yeah. You see, people do not give love, commitment forever. They change. That's why the Bible says that curse is the one whose trust is in the arm of flesh. If you don't project God above your husband, above your wife, one day when you open your eyes and the person has changed, you will see that that person is your God and it will depress you. And sometimes they won't change you, but they don't progress. What you were expecting. When we married, you said you were, you were doing this job, we'll buy a land, you do this. I mean, we, when we give birth, our children will go to this school. Hey! We have been married 10 years. Even to pay rent is always a fight. Landlord has to come. 
every day. What is the problem with you people? Every day. When you hear your landlord, then you start getting palpitations. So it's like there are expectations. So you can change. Not because you want to change, but the situation is making you change. And then you that you said, I love you, you are my head. Uh, you come and stand and say, this man is your head. Yes, please, he's my head. <laughs> but when you look at him, he doesn't look like your head. Because no, he cannot be your head. Because as for your head, it should think well. But this head, no, they think well. Yeah. It brings you pressure. What God gives is everlasting. And I'm surprised that, you see, when you sit there, you don't think about God. That's how come other things can take the place of God in your life. Hmm. Wow. Let me give you another scripture. Oh, I feel like dancing. It's foolishness, I know. When the world has seen the light. They will dance with joy like I'm dancing now. I could sing of your love forever. Hey, I could sing of your love forever. Mm. See, are you in love with God? Yeah? Are you in love with God? Pastors. Do you love him? If you don't love him, church members will give you depression. You see, look, if all my hope is in you, I'm telling you, my hope is built on nothing less. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Where are the singers? When I leave the song, you are, you are doing, you don't know this song. Hey. This current Recently born again, you, you don't know this song, eh? You know it's small, small. Hey, my hope is built. LP Janet, do you know the song? Yeah, you know it. On Christ, a solid rock, I stand. Oh Lord, of the sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. My hope is built on nothing less. But what? Yes. But Jesus' blood and right than Jesus' blood and righteousness. You know, some pastors, eh, when they have members, their heart is in them. That's why some pastors, hey, they can pray for you and you see that you yourself will be afraid. Say, hey, this prayer. <laughs> if you prosper, you don't remember him. <laughs> people change yeah sometimes there are people you can help in times of trouble and when they prosper and you the pastor you need help maybe you are buying land you you want to do something you ask money hey first of all you even see them for them to hear that you are asking for anything and when they are around and they hear that you are asking for something they speak back at you like yeah It's like, you see, there are some, I, I know a lady who comes from a rich home, married a man, 
Pastor Moses, move. Where you are is not good. I don't know why you, a pastor should sit at the back. Even if you come late, come and sit in front somewhere. Yes. Don't like sitting at the back. It's not a good message. Yes. What was I saying? A lady did what? Yes, she married this guy. And because of the, the family helped the guy. They gave him business to do. He established things. I mean, oh, he became prosperous and started punishing and neglecting his wife. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he buys gifts for people. But his wife, never a gift. He, the wife is sitting at home with the husband and she sees how the husband is helping people. And it's not that the woman needs anything. But you see, when you understand the value of people, you give back. The wife travels. He has never decided to buy a ticket. She will buy her ticket herself. You see, riches have problems. You see, there are some problems when you hear. <laughs> you see, you won't understand it. Say, ah, there are levels. Or when you are poor, what is ticket? No, no, it's not your level. <laughs> You're not thinking about tickets. But it's like for somebody, no, take it this way. You, 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 you and your husband, you see, whatever you do in the marriage, your husband doesn't support financially or even show an interest or desire. Yeah. And leaves you to your feet. It will, it will, it will hurt you. So, she was hurt. But the guy didn't understand. Yeah. Then he explained it as she's pampered. She's not pampered. Yeah. Life, eh? Poor people have problems in marriage. Sometimes money becomes a fight. There are some husbands, if you ask them for money, the response is insults and curses. <laughs> yeah. 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 For asking money. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 that's also another level. Then there are some homes. Money is not the problem. But it becomes a problem because it is channeled to the wrong side. And then one the, the wife feels that you do everything for people outside, not me. And one of the things that pained her was that you see, she works in her father's company, and her father bought her a brand new car. And she used the car till the car started having problems. And the husband didn't care. When she brought it up, he said, ah, but your father is there. You work in the company, so you are entitled to an official car because the senior managers, they are entitled to official cars after some years. But you see, the father also was looking at the husband to buy the wife a new car. Because he could afford it. He could afford it. <laughs> marriage, hey. So when you have problems in marriage, eh, you need a certain wisdom. Yeah. 
the scale of problems is not limited to lack or abundance of money. Yeah, it is the people. When you are working with God, there are levels of problems. I mean, just imagine, I was watching Pastor Chris. He said one of his daughters, I think at the age of four, she became paralyzed. Somebody who goes around and does crusades, spectacular miracles and healings. Then his daughter has become paralyzed. Yeah. She was just there and they were calling her to come. And they realized that she couldn't get up. They said, get up. They thought she was praying. That was it. Yes. Hey, how will you, how will you handle it? It can affect you. You can question. But he believed and received healing. Today, the girl is free, walking. Yeah. To the glory of God. Look at Bishop Doug. The love for people, the help he gives to other people's children, then his own son sleeps and doesn't wake up. There was a pastor in America. He went to preach in another state and his son and his daughter, they were in college and they were on a break. So they decided to drive in the night and come to their father, to be with their father, and then the following day, they will be with him for the program, and then come back. As they were coming, the two of them in a car, a truck at a traffic light crossed and hit them. The, their car somersaulted several times. They died on the spot. The man became depressed. He was asking God, why would you do this to mine? He, he, he stopped preaching up to today. Yeah. Revenue Sudanaba in Ghana. His, his two daughters, two daughters, and then uh, uh, the daughter's friend, and then one of his sons, and then a driver, five people, all his own people. The daughters had come from Accra. They landed and they were, they were taken, picked from the airport to go to meet him. And he was preaching. And on their way, they had an accident and all of them died. And when he was preaching, they came to tell him. And he continued to preach. You see, I'm, I'm explaining something about marriage. Some of you should understand it. Those of you who are not married, let me tell you, life, eh, you have to, things, good things don't just fall on your, on your leg. Yeah. This faith that we have, it's a journey. If you are traveling and you are determined, I've traveled from uh, 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 Dakar several times that our car has broken down. We have slept at a filling station. Uh, we have slept at the border with the mosquitoes eh? and with the smell, the, 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 the cow lack, mosquitoes. We got COVID and flies. But we continued. We didn't give up. So it's like when you meet a problem, don't give up. Yeah. When you meet a problem, don't give up. That's how real marriage is. Any of you do understand it? I know a woman whose husband didn't work for eight years. Eight years. And it affected the man. He, he wakes up and he sits at home and watches TV. And the TV that he's watching, he doesn't remember what he's watching. 
Yeah. He's sitting in front of the TV. He won't eat. The TV will be there. Programs are changing. Whatever. Advertisement. Everything. He's just sitting down. He doesn't... The mind is not there. Yeah. And the wife will come and encourage him. Hug him. Pray with him. He didn't even believe. Yeah. He didn't believe. And I remember once she told me, come and visit me and pray for him. When I sat down and I was talking to him, I realized that, look, the guy is in a different level. He's like, he's looking at him, but he's not seeing me. Yeah. I said, the man has gone somewhere. His body is just here. Yeah. Depression. Because the circumstances under which he lost it, very intelligent guy, quiet guy. People set him up and, 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 and said things about him and then he was fired. Later when they found out, it was Charlie. And he couldn't heal. Eight years, the wife stood by him. Eight years. And by the grace of God, things started to turn. Things started. Today, when you see him, you, you, you won't smell those years. Yeah, eight years of, of absence. It's like you, you throw away. This is like going to jail. It's like I, 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 one day she told me, she said, It is as if my husband is in prison. Yeah. 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 But you see, she understood marriage. She didn't, she didn't turn back. When you, when you have faith, eh, look, how can God make a promise to Abraham 25 years before it will come to pass? Eh? And in the 25 years, he makes mistakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He makes mistakes. Oh, yeah. And lives with the mistakes forever. Oh. Yet still, he believed. Yeah. The Bible says, Abraham believed against hope. <laughs> so there was no hope. Yeah, but he still believed. Hmm? Yeah. If you love God, you marry. And when you, when, you, when you are married, your commitment level is different too. Some of you, you are not even at boyfriend, girlfriend stage. When a, a, a man says, this is my girlfriend, you have to know that, look, money is going inside. Time is going inside. Eh? Lies is going <laughs> Inside. Yeah. Yeah. And and the lies is to cover, is to cover what he's doing that he doesn't want this one to see. Yeah. In the name of I love you. Oh, I've been calling you since morning. Where are you? Oh, my, my phone actually my screen went off. So I I I didn't know what to do. I just decided that. I have to fix it before, you know. So I turned it off. I'm going to give it to them to fix it. And it's just evening that this evening that they fixed it. That's why I'm calling you. Meanwhile, where he was, he couldn't answer. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't answer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you say you love God. Eh? No. What kind of price are you paying? Jeremiah 2, 2. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 2. Where is your scripture? This is your scripture. Okay. Go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I remember thee, the kindness of thy youth, the love of thine espousals. When thou wentest after me in the wilderness, in a land that was not soon, it's like God was telling Israel, you loved me to the extent that you followed me in places where you shouldn't have followed me to. You went into the wilderness. When people are in love, they can travel. We have traveled before. Yeah. When you are unable to make sacrifices to beat somebody you love, it's talk. Last year or two years ago, I broke a certain relationship between a certain lady and a guy. We have been going out for four years. And I was asking, when is he going to marry you? Beautiful girl has a good job. The guy too has a good job. The guy says he's busy. He has a project he wants to finish. And I told the lady, all the things that he's saying, eh, they are signs that you should run away from. But you see, women, sometimes when you say their things, eh, take it that this is where the lady lives. And the guy lives at Cape Point. And he works at Westfields. When you close at least once a week or twice a week, if you are going home, can't you pass by? And he has a car. Every day he's busy. He will come and pass. He's so busy he cannot come around. When you call him, I'll call you back. I said, ah, so, so can't you see that, you see, when somebody is not ready to make sacrifices to be with you in person or to fellowship with you, you don't know that it's a problem because some, some people are in a marriage where the man doesn't come home. By the time he comes home, he's so tired. Some people have taken the energy. So he just comes and comes to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? You can't enjoy it. When you are talking to him, he's sleeping. You can, you can sit down. He's tired. When you are talking to him, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. As if he has been injected. <laughs> Somebody has taken your energy. Hey. He's opening his eyes, but you see that no. He's not seeing well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the energy has gone somewhere. I'm telling you. Yeah. Mm. When Israel followed God into the wilderness, it touched the heart of God. Yes. 
now that you have been established and you have homes, you have lands, you have buildings, a tabernacle has been built. Come there once a week. You can't come. Yeah. You can't come. Yeah. Yeah. He rebuked, you see, God rebuked Israel. Say, so when when you were young, you were very enthusiastic. Hey, you were behaving like young people were in love. Young people were in love. I remember once I was traveling with my wife, and there was some guy and some girl who had just married. <laughs> I said, hey. <laughs> they, they can't leave themselves. So, so I was wondering whether look, these people. <laughs> Tell it. Hey! <laughs> Reverend Thomas. I mean the cuddles. Hey! Hey! It's not easy there. Hey! I mean, oh, it was very nice. Oh. I was looking at it. Hey! Chale, we can't do it. Oh. I mean. <laughs> It's difficult to do, I tell you. It's very difficult to do. Yeah. Hey. Throughout. Oh. Hey. Hmm. But as they grew, oh God. This one gets up and says that you behave like a madman. This one says that you <laughs> I tell you. Yeah. Let's read another scripture. Ephesians chapter 5. This one, I wonder if I start. I want to finish. I've finished. Let me give you signs that show that you are married to the Lord. If you say you love him, you should be married to him. Sign number one. When you are married to the Lord or to Christ, there is a lot of conversation between you and the Lord. One of the signs of your love for God is talking and prayer. You see, prayer is communicating to God. Do you understand me? Any friend you have, you chat. A husband and wife, you chat. There are some marriages where there's no chat. Sometimes when a wife wakes up and tells you that I'm not happy you are devoted to somebody. Because you talk more to that person. And it's not because there's sexual intimacy or anything wrong. No. The highest form of closeness you can have with somebody is through communication. Because all the rest follows after communication. <laughs> yeah, It's only prostitutes who don't need to talk. When you pay, let's go. In fact, when you start talking, they are bored. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up, hurry up. It's not that you come to ask questions. Are you a journalist? Are you coming for interviews? Yeah. 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 No feelings. They won't even watch your face. No kissing. No, 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 no kissing. Prostitutes, they don't kiss. Yeah. Some of the guys who have gone before, you know. (laughs) 
Conversation is important. Yeah. You say you love God. Where is your communication? Hmm? Do you remember what God told Joshua? He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Now wait. If the word is in Joshua's mouth, who will he speak it to? To God. First. Your love for God's word makes it easier for you to sit before God and talk. If you have a boss, help you, Abigail. You can't go to your boss every day and go and talk about Pastor Moses. He will, he will block you. But when it is about the work, I tell you, yeah, your value appreciates. His doors are open. You have a certain access. And it helps you because as you talk, he speaks. And it makes you your personal problems. It's not that he's a heartless person. He's not interested. Because when you do well at the workplace, it also solves a lot of problems in the home. Yeah. Yeah. There are levels of relationship that you must have. But you see, God, he's not just our maker. He says he's our husband though. Do you understand? And a husband who listens and cares for. Do you know that God, he listens more than talks to us? Do you know why? Because everything that he has to say to you, he has said it already. But you haven't said everything yet. (laughs) What you have to know about God has been revealed. Eye have not seen, ear have not heard, neither has it entered the heart of man what God has prepared for them that love him. But he has revealed them by his spirit. And yea, the spirit searcheth all things, even the deep things of God. So there are some things, eh? I tell you, when you are in tune with the word, you will discover things that God has said. You will be amazed. But you don't talk. You are mute. Any relationship where one person doesn't speak, there's always a problem. Recently, a lady told me something. She said, Bishop, I need help. And this is somebody I've known. And the husband is a very powerful, rich guy. But he's not into church. Business and money. But he's a good husband. Better husband than many people in the church. I'm telling you. And the woman said that, Ma, you see, the man has loved her. She's overwhelmed. It, it is a problem. She says she doesn't have freedom. She, she, wants, she wants to do things. She can't do it because the husband always says, don't do this one. Don't, he's controlling. I said, no. Oh, husband, me, I know him. He speaks with me. I speak with him. I know his problem. And you are blessed. The only thing we have been praying is that he will humble himself and come to church. But there are many people in the church who are speaking in tongues. <laughs> Shabala, bala, 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 bala. 
Nothing. Yeah. So I said, look. She said, I, there are things that he wa- she wants to do. Now she's hiding. She doesn't speak. I said, look, if you continue and he discovers what you are doing, it will change him towards you. So be open. Talk. If you talk and he says stop, it's better. He will give you another. So there was a particular thing that she said she wanted to do. And she said, I know my husband. If I talk to him, he will say I shouldn't do this. I said, go and talk to him. Can you believe? When she spoke to the husband about it, it was as if the husband was waiting for her to come and say this so that he will add what he thinks has to be done and done well for the vision to come. She's now even afraid. I said, hey. You sometimes that's how we are towards God. You think that if I go and say this to God, he will not listen. Oh. Speak. Let him reject. He will give you a better option. Yeah. Everything that you and I need to know, God has said it. Amen. But we are the ones who are hiding. Yeah. We are the ones who are hiding. How can God, who loves us and, and has given us his son, no good thing is he withholding from them that walk uprightly in him. No good thing, no. There's no exception. It's like, whatever good thing that must come to you, help me, Betty, I'm telling you, hey, God has assured it. Amen. So talk about it. Sometimes you allow people and your own fears. I met somebody who said, after plenty talk, he himself opened his mouth and said that. I think that I'm dealing with fear. I said, when I said it some time ago, you didn't agree. It's not that you see that you are dealing with fear. Because you have insecurities, you have doubt, you have suspicions. It's like, when I said, if I want to talk to God about this, I want to pray about this, I mean, it's not in his will. You know what, you know what is in his will? When you read the Bible, some of the things that you are afraid of, you'll be surprised. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given unto us a spirit of love, a spirit of power, and of a sound mind. Yeah. That thing that you, you think, eh? Eh? Romans chapter 14, verse 22 or so. 14, 22. Communication. Communication. Hey, you can't go there. Romans to 1422. Yes. It says. Has thou faith? Do you have faith? Have it to thyself before God. Faith, eh, it is to approach God. That's what it says. And happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth. What are you doing? Don't condemn yourself. Talk to God about it. And I'm talking about righteousness. I'm not talking about somebody who wants to live sinful life. And you are bold. No. We are talking to righteous people. Anything that God has put in your heart to do, 
don't condemn yourself in it. And happy. You will find happiness in your heart. But you see, when you allow guilt and accusations to come here, you condemn yourself. You don't, many of us don't talk to God. Our communication is very poor. There are wives who are very secretive. There are husbands who are secretive. I know a wife who built a house for her mother and her husband didn't know. But he found out and it broke him. I mean, the marriage has ended as I'm talking to you. Yeah. And you see, which husband would not be supported? And the man said, I would never have stood in my wife's way if I know she wants to do this. I may even help. But she hid. She got a job. And the job, they were paying her in dollars and in local currency. And she didn't disclose the dollars. She only disclosed. The local currency was allowances. And it was very big. No knowing, she's earning dollars as her basic salary. And then allowances are in the local currency. And for almost six years, the husband didn't know. She, she built a house for the wife. And told her husband that her friend in America has, yes, her friend in America has a house. The, and their mother, the, the, the wife's mother used to live with them and help their children. And then they rented a place close by for her. You see the thing. And the guy too was doing well, but at the point the business, I mean, money issues, this, that. It wasn't easy pressure. And the children in, a, in an expensive school. And pressure, he's paying all these bills, doing this, doing this. And the wife is making money and hiding it. In the house, she told the husband that the, 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 uh, a friend of hers has built a house in America. The, the friend is in America. And she said she wants somebody to stay in the house and look after it. And she recommended her mother. And the friend was okay with it. So, the house, if they can move their mommy into it. And he went with the wife. A very nice house. And she wants to give it to your mother to stay in because the person says that she doesn't want to rent it out for somebody to spoil it. She wants somebody that she knows who is close and then can stay in one room and look after the house and the mother. So the guy also agreed and they moved his in-law into the house. One day he was talking with his friend who is an architect and then he had some land that he wanted to develop. Then he said that he should give him some three bedroom house design. Then the guy said, oh, the one that I built for your wife, that one is nice, so let me give it. I'll send that to you. Then he asked my wife, which house did you build for? Yeah. It was then that the architect realized that the husband didn't know, but he had spoken already. So he had to talk, because they were friends. Because if, you are, if a man and your wife does this to you, Charlie, you'll be afraid to sleep by her. It's not women or it's evil. No, no, many women are not like that. There are some women eh, when they have money, it is with their husband. They look, they, 
Some, you see, it is evil that makes us look at people and, and judge. Women are like this. It, it's not women. No. I've seen foolish men more than foolish women. <laughs> Wicked men in marriages. Yeah. Yeah. Look after one, guy, one brother looked after his sister's children and, and peppered his own children. It's like, it's like you can't imagine whether it was a case that was in operation. Yeah, yeah. His children, the school his children go, it can't be compared to the school, the, the fees that he's paying for his sister's children. Yeah. Hmm? There are things you can't understand, though. Yeah. I'm telling you. Life. People are, 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 are wild. That's why you need, you need to have a solid mind when it comes to God. Yeah. You see, and when you are a husband and wife and your faith is in God, the two of you, you are, you are open. There is nothing to hide. There's nothing to hide. If you are true. Yeah. You, are mar- you are all married to the-, the Lord is your maker and thine husband. Yeah. He's your maker and thine husband. It's like the wife has a husband, the man has a husband. Yeah. That's what it is. To the Lord. Our responsibility is, is to the Lord, to be truthful. And you see, he blesses you. I'm telling you, God, he's a good God. Sometimes our wickedness is what makes us move away from even being committed to God. When you see people who are very, they lie, they hide. God is not in their lives. I'm telling you, even if they are in church and they are reading, serving communion or do whatever they offer in church, don't, don't believe it. Yeah. If you love the Lord. <laughs> hmm? Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing. What is that thing that you want to see? And this scripture, it was talking about, you see, God told the Jews not to eat this, some things. And they were being rebuked. You see, as far as God is concerned, everything is sanctified. Don't judge somebody because a person eats uh, 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 pork. Because somebody too does you you eat cow. Somebody doesn't eat cow. Do you know that? Yeah. There are some people they don't like cows. Cows are gods. They don't you they don't they don't touch them. You you are eating cow. Me I'm eating pork. You say I'll go to hell. Somebody too will tell you that you, you are going to hell because you are eating cow. Shrimps. Some people, Israel, Jews don't eat shrimps. Yeah. 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 That's why God showed Peter all these things. Yeah. So, yeah. You think that what you eat is what makes you holy. Yeah. Religious. You, 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 you stick to rules, but you push God aside. What is in your heart is filthy. You judge somebody because the person is eating something you don't like. What goes into a man's stomach doesn't defile him. 
but what comes out? Yeah. Yeah. What comes out? That's God. That's God. Yeah. Which scripture is this? You are adding your own scriptures. <laughs> All right. When we cover the scripture, you won't show it. When you are there, you are adding your own. <laughs> so, conversations. Look, time is up. I tell you. Yeah. Anybody here, your life should mirror somebody who loves God and is committed. You see, marriage is a commitment. Yeah. I've seen, look, as a pastor, I'm telling you, there are some people here, I would rather not officiate their wedding. Yeah. And, and sometimes, when I see it, I, I say it. But, you know, sometimes some people don't listen. So we do it. And it, it, it's not like we pray against problems. But you meet it because you didn't listen. Like, you are going to America. Why are you going to America? Oh, when I go to America, I'll make money. Your only reason for traveling is to make money. It's a wrong mind to have. You are lazy here. And you want to go and make money. Here, when they tell you, come at 9, you come at 10.15. When you are given a job in America and they say 9 o'clock and you come at 9.05, you are late. You come at 9.05, you are late. 9.05, you are late. Yeah. If you come at 9.15, strike. You will be struck out. You are not serious. So, you see, sometimes some people travel and they become frustrated. You see that, hey, what is in America is work. You say you want work, you get work. You won't sleep. Yeah. You work. But if you say you are looking for work and you want to travel, I will understand it. Yeah. But people don't speak like that. Like, oh, why do you want to marry? Oh, I mean, I want somebody who will make me happy. Please, if you are not happy, nobody will make you happy. <laughs> If you don't learn to be happy, nobody, no man has been. Do you, if, if I show you some scriptures, maybe you'll be depressed. A man is not made for a woman to make you happy. That's why it is a curse on Eve. Your desire shall be for the man. Can you imagine why it is a curse? Because your desire is for somebody who is not for you. A man was not created for a woman. A woman was a man was created for God. Yeah. God created the man for himself and created the woman for the man. Eh? That's marriage. So marriage becomes beautiful when your man fears God and honors the word of God. He will find in the word of God your value. And respect and help you and honor you as a wife. You won't have problems with such a person. But if the person's heart is not after God, it's after money, it's after this, he won't respect you. 
He's, he's after pleasure. Yeah. Me, eh? When I changed and I became a Christian, eh, that's how come I decided I would marry because my mind was not about marriage. I'm telling you. Now, I knew that any woman who would marry would suffer. Yeah. It's true. Because eh, every day I would close and come and come and sit down. Hello, darling. <laughs> come in the evening. No, when I close, I'm with my friends. Eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, midnight. Then I come home. Yeah. Every evening. And it's like I come marrying for somebody to tell me that you should come home. Where are you? Eight o'clock, they are calling. Where are you? Where are you? what do you mean? Where am I? <laughs> yeah, but immediately I started knowing God's word and understanding God's word. I said, Hey, I'm being foolish. I don't have anybody I go to. It is church. Work. Wife. Home. That's all. I don't visit anybody anywhere to go and sit down in there. Even if I'm, I'm doing uh, 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 moving out, it's visitation. Hmm? I don't do boys' boys. There are married men who hang out. And when you start like that, you get side chicks. You get the girls coming around. Yeah. They will come. The things your wife doesn't wear, they will be wearing it. Yeah. The things you don't see at home, you'll be seeing it. I'm telling you. Yeah. And this is our eyes, eh? This is our eyes. It's the warriors, I'm telling you. Every man. It is only Job who said, I've made a covenant with God. Me, I don't make one. You two don't make one. You go see him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's why the Bible says, <laughs> abstain from all appearance of evil. There are some places I will not be comfortable being there. Even wedding receptions. Sometimes when you go to wedding receptions, you see some of your church members. You will be wondering whether they are Christians. What they will wear. That's why I don't like receptions. And you see other people who have come. Hey, when they hear the music, you know, then they come. They... <laughs> hey! Then, Pastor, you are sitting there as if you don't see. I see you. I see. Ah. <laughs> we, are, we are all subject to like passions. Yeah. Sure. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Look, it's enough. We should go home. Let us practice love for God and understand it. Yeah. There are times my wife can say something, I'll be angry. But the Bible says, be angry and sin not. I have received rebukes from the word of God. Do you understand? It has corrected me. I don't become angry that something has been exposed in my life and God's word is addressing it. No, no, no. no. I'm telling you. Yeah. So when my wife says something to correct me, why can't she not correct me? Why, why do you have a marriage where your wife can't correct you? 
As for you, your head is like a train that is on a track. When you spark it, no. If you put up the engine, it is on the track. If you start, it's on the track. Nothing can wave you anywhere. So, if an elephant is crossing, you run into the elephant. Yeah. Yeah. That's why trains derail. Like, once they are on that track, they, they, they can't go anywhere. It's like on, on, on a guided path. Yeah, so when something crosses you, it's a danger. But that's not the way of God. Hmm? That's not the way of God. Your head shouldn't be like that. A man's authority is derived from God. So every man must love God first before you love a woman. If you don't know how to love God, you can't love a woman. That's why some men are never satisfied with women. How many women do you need? How many bottles do you need? Yeah. If God satisfies you, eh, you'll be at peace with yourself. Yeah. You see that you, 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 you like, you like, mati- you are drawn by something and it never satisfies you. Sometimes you, some people make money. I'm telling you, oh, but they don't, they don't enjoy it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You see, they, they, it's like, it, it, well, they do things, but they can't, they can't sit at one place. They can't relax. They can't even sleep. Yeah. They can't even sleep. When God is in it, eh, it is different. It is different. That's why you must love him and be married, be committed. It's like where, where your wife is, that's where you are after work. Me, I've, I've rebuked guys who, when you marry, you and your friends, every evening you are with your, one guy's marriage broke one year. In fact, within seven months, the wife was pregnant. And within seven months, the wife said, I cannot handle this marriage again. Seven months. Because he, 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 he's always with friends, boys, and the guys were not married. I said, this thing is a mistake. Leave it. Then I want all the boys who were not married, who he hangs out. I said, nobody should go out with him. He still found another group of people. It's almost, no, it's like he can't come home. Yeah. And he comes home 12 midnight, 1 a.m. Then the woman has to wake up and open the gate for you. And they were living in the girl's mother's home. Said no, no, no. That's spoiling the marriage. Either you move, and if you move out, you 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 kill the woman because now you are going to live alone, and you have to take her through this. No, 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 no. You have to change, like joke, like joke, like joke. Even to take the wife to the hospital for uh, what's it called? Antenata was was a counseling. Yeah, it was a counseling session. I said, me, eh, go and ask my wife. It's not that I'm bragging. No. There is no day she has gone to the hospital that I was not part of it. I'm there. Then every day I'm watching. I don't understand the things, but I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. We have peace. 
to the extent that when all of them were being born, I was in the theater. I was inside. I didn't collapse. <laughs> yeah. I watched. So I respect her. I know. I look. They, hey, Charlie, the way the baby comes out, I said, no, 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 God, I thank you that we are not the ones who are doing this one. Hey! Yeah. You will respect her for what they go through. Number one, number two, number three. Hey! Yeah. That's what care does. The fear of God, your love for God, it disciplines you. It doesn't take anything out. It makes you a better person. Many of you, you'll be poor wise because you don't fear God. Or you don't know how to respect your head. Yeah. Yeah. It is God who makes women, you know, precious. The word of God. It beautifies you. Because everybody here, every woman is beautiful, but somebody is more beautiful than you physically. Have you not seen somebody that you have looked before? Oh. That's how God has made us. So, so when we say, don't feel that we are trying to. Oh, Abigail, don't be worried. Cry. We, yes, we see things. Yeah. Yeah. One day, one of our pastors, he was in an airport. And there was a guy in front of him. He didn't know that he was a pastor. So some woman came to pass. Then the pastor said he saw Charlie. Then the guy also saw. So when the guy looked at the woman, then he turned and looked at the pastor and said, man, God makes them really nice, man. Then our pastor said, you know, I'm a pastor, right? Then he said, oh, damn. You shouldn't be looking, man. (laughs) Shouldn't be looking, man. Let's love God. Every one of us. You see, that's our testimony one day. You've been faithful. God gives testimony of people who loved him. Jesus gives testimony. People who loved him, believed in him. Yeah, served him. Build a relationship. One woman said, I'm leaving my husband. The husband said, I don't know what to do. My wife, I love her, but she doesn't know. <laughs> and, and, and the woman says that, I've been living with you. Everything I've complained about, you don't respond. You see, you can't just be there and, 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 and let somebody feel, uh, feel your love. No. When you love, you do. For God so loved that he gave. He did something. 
That's why God was rebuking the, 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 the Jews. When you were in the wilderness, look at how you were around me. How you converged. When you are called, you come. When Moses calls you, you come. When there's a prayer, you come. Now that you have things and uh, tabernacles have been built, temples have been built, come and worship me. You won't come. You are going to dirty places to worship other gods. How? You see, God, <laughs> we, we, it's not what you, 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 you should, it's like, oh, you should know my heart. You should know my heart. No. No. God, he sees our heart. And he knows what is in your heart. And he knows you are lying. As far as we don't see your heart, we see your actions. And whatever is in your heart, guard your heart for out of it are the issues of life. What you show is a reflection of what is in the heart. You don't come to church. You don't pray. You don't speak to the Lord. You don't read his word. There is no relationship intimately between you and God. So when your husband says you don't talk or your wife says you don't talk, some people have problems. You see that the wife knows that he's going through something but he won't talk. And then the problem takes him down. Then now it's like there's shame and she has no option than to be part of the shame. Yeah. She has no option than to be part of the shame because you didn't speak. Let's be careful. Amen. Let's be careful. Are we bringing God honor or we are bringing shame? Now, sometimes, some, people, some of us, the things we do, the first thing people say is that these people say they are Christians. These people say they believe in God. Yeah. When David sinned, do you know what God said to Prophet Nathan? When Nathan spoke to him, God said, what you have done, you are just opening the door for the enemies to say what they shouldn't say. Yeah, it's like you, a child of God who has been anointed publicly. Everybody knows what God has used you to do. They have been composing songs about you. Then you go and take somebody's wife and kill the man. Then they will say, so is this the people that God likes to use? Even so that they, they say God didn't like him. He was not like that too. Yeah. God feels you. Sometimes when you are in a marriage and there's a problem, the shame, it comes to you even though you are not part of it too. Because the person doesn't talk and hides. But as for shame there, it can't hide. Yeah. Mm? Just as promotion shows, shame also shows. Let's be careful. It's a long journey and we can prosper as long as we take God's word and his, his, his love to our heart and be committed. When you do that, one day your testimony will be different. Father, thank you. Everybody stand to your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Help us. Help us. Lord, give us grace. Give us grace. Give us grace. Touch our lives, Lord. Help us, Lord. Take away selfishness. Take away secrecy. Take away lack of communication. Let help us to be open. Help us to be truthful. 
and to be committed. Yes, let our lives never be lives that are hidden from you. For there is nothing that we can even hide from you. But because we don't speak, we are living in darkness. That's why the Bible talks about confession. Confession means that I've done this, Lord. I'm sorry. And he covers you, takes away that darkness and brings his light. And he says, don't do it again. Don't do it again. Yes. Everything you do that brings not only shame to yourself, but even to the name of God. Pray about it. Some of you, there are things you are, you are doing. Nobody knows about it, but the day it comes out, you feel ashamed. And that shame, that shame, it comes onto the man who is your husband, our maker. But you see, he has a covering. Whatever we do or don't do cannot affect and change him. It is to our own head. Therefore, let us change. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Help us to love, to be committed, to be truthful, to be open, to move away from secrecy and hidden things of dishonesty. Help us, Lord. We thank you and we bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every eye closed. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, help me. I want to give myself to the Lord. Some of us are struggling day in and day out. Our commitment levels are very low. It is almost like a cycle. We don't know, we don't see the end of what we are doing. It's like we are around, but where is it going to? It is because you have not taken up God the way you should. You will know him through his word. You will understand him through his promises. You will love him even the more if you spend time. It's not what somebody says. It's what you come to know. Even when we preach and you don't have a revelation in the preaching, it means nothing to you. You move out of this place and throw it away. But when your eye is opened, immediately you pursue what you have heard and you seek for something. You ask questions and you pursue it and you see that God begins to lead you. He begins to speak to you. He begins to open himself up to you just as you start to do that. Pray. That the Lord will draw you closer. And that your desires will be for him. Amen. Your affections will be set on him. Amen. Not on anything around here. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. You want me to pray with you? Say, Pastor, help me. I want to give myself to the Lord tonight. I want to give myself to him. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Yes. I've been walking away. I've been hiding. I've been, I've been doing things. I'm, I've been struggling. But Lord, I, I want to live in the light, in the marvelous light of your truth. Help me. You want me to pray with you? Lift up your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. Help us. Bless us. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you are blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow the Macarius Church, The Gambia, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. God richly bless you.